All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Scottish Clans Podcast. I'm Clint Edwards, and I'm excited to have you with me today. I must apologize. I, I've let too much time pass. I've been really trying to do a weekly podcast with this, and this has been the first time that I, I failed to put it out on a, on a strictly weekly basis. I haven't been exactly accurate with every week. You know, it'll, sometimes it'll be on a Saturday, or sometimes I don't get to it on the weekend, and I'll do it on the following Monday, but I actually just never, that last week got away from me. So please forgive me, and I'm glad that you're with me today. Today's been a pretty good day. It's it's later, you know, It's we're well into November now here in the high country in southeast Idaho. It's it's starting to get a little chilly, but I was able to get out. It was, not, it was sunny, and the wind died down, and I was able to get a little pistol practice and also got a chance to get out and, and uh, get another one of my uh, a rifle, make sure that was dialed in pretty accurate, and I got some time on horseback. So it's been a pretty nice day today. And also on the horses, I was able to get my kids out with me on the horses. So it's always fun to share that passion of mine with the the horses with my kids. I uh, I am excited to talk to you about today's topic. You've seen, you clicked on this episode, and you know what it's going to be about. We're going to be talking about the feud between the Guns and the Keiths. And really, what drew me to this conflict was the Battle of the Champions. But... So is that specific story that I wanted to share with you today, but we'll we'll get to there in a, in a little bit. Let me let me give you the lead in, the background information on these two clans that we're going to talk about, the Guns and the Keiths. Now, we've I've, I'm trying to spread the the geography around really well with this podcast and not just focus on one particular part. I think a lot of the work that's been done on the Scottish clans is is very heavily biased toward the Western Highlands and Isles, and even Alison Cathcart. Uh, she She's a professor that she, and I've, I've read a lot of her stuff, and it was, she, was, she was actually very helpful to me when I, uh, her works were. Actually, she was personally. Let me tell you, and I, th- I may have mentioned this before, when I was working on my master's thesis, I was, I was doing it all online, and so I didn't have these nice, huge universities to go to, or these libraries that they have, and and so I just was having a real tough time finding sources. I just want to give a shout out to three Scottish professors who were very, very helpful to me. One was Professor Alison Cathcart. The other one was um, Professor Martin McGregor. And another one was Professor, um, once again, I, I, do, I do, I know I've mentioned this gentleman before because of his name. I remember trying to get his name right for you. He, he's, when he's, signs an article, a research paper, whatever he's written, he always uses the Gallic spelling and form of his name. In English, it would just be Angus McKenzie. But in Gallic, I think, I'm going to try this out, I think it sounds something like Agnes McKenzie. Anyway, you guys, you, you fluent Gallic speakers can contact me and through the various means I've, I've mentioned before, and you can, you can correct me on my, my Gallic. I, I'm more than welcome that. Anywhere, anyway, Alison Cathcart did mention specifically that that the certain parts of Scotland get a lot more attention, and she's done actually a lot of her writing on the clans of the Eastern Highlands. Well, I'm going to take it. I'm going to push it farther north, way up north. We're going to be in the in the part of Scotland called Caithness. If you want to go farther north in Scotland, that's going to land you in the Orkney Isles or farther to the Shetland Isles, which only became part of Scotland in the twelve or the sorry the fourteen hundreds. 
So, up in the land of Caithness, you have the Guns and the Keiths. Let me give you a little background on each clan so that we kind of have a heads up, a little context of what we're going into here. All right, the Guns. The most mainstream origin claim is that they descend from Harold Madadson's sister who married a man named Gunny. There are other claims that the guns descended from local Gallic folks, like the indigenous population. Now, Harold Madison, he was, his name sounds 100% Scandinavian, but actually his father was, I believe he was the Earl of Athol in central, the central, uh, central highlands. And, and his, his mom was Scandinavian. Anyway, but he was closely connected and became an Earl of Orkney. And so his sister, according to the, the first claim of their origin that I mentioned, this Harold Madison, Earl of Orkney's sister, married this gentleman named Gunny, and they were given territory in Caithness, and from them come the guns. Um, hey, I don't know if all that's true, but that's the best we got so far. The first person actually on record bearing the surname Gun is George the Coroner, or it's often spelled the way it makes it look like Crooner, who wore a large brooch, which earned him the title Ambrastachmor, which is the, and, and I'm not good enough with Gaelic, that either means the wearer of the large brooch, or the great brooch, or the great man who wore a brooch. But I think, I think it's the great wearer of the brooch. This gentleman is rather late as a clan founder. He lived in the late 13, early 1400s, making the guns one of the newer clans as far as historical record is concerned. The Keiths take their name from lands in Lothian. As far as I can tell, they are indigenous to that area. I tried to learn whatever I could about their origins, and it doesn't have them coming from anywhere else. They're not straightforwardly recorded Normans coming in. They're not Gales that I can tell. They arise in place there in East Lothian, which is, for those of you, so you have Edinburgh, and, and Lothian is, is where the region of Scotland where Edinburgh is, and so East Lothian would be to the east of that. Um, they married into the Cheney family and inherited extensive lands in Caithness, where the guns would have been already established. Also of note, um, one of the sources that I'm going to get to here in a minute, I'll tell you all the sources I'm pulling this stuff from, said that the the Keiths, through marriage to the Cheneys and inheriting land from that direction, they got their land in Caithness the same way that the Sinclairs did, who just married a, a different sister or daughter, however you look at it. Anyway, so the, the Keiths and the Sinclairs get established in in Caithness, both from marrying into this Cheney family, which I guess was... The Cheneys are... They're one of those clans in Scotland that you only hear about really early on in their history, in the history of Scotland, and then later on you don't hear as much, at least as a kindred. The other clans that figure large in this area, and in all the sources that I've used, you'll hear these other clans come into... mentioned frequently, are the Mackays. So in, in America we say Mackay, in Scotland, I believe it's Mackay, but the Mackay, I'll just try to keep with Mackay. Mackay's of Strathnaver, the northwest of, northwest of these, the Mackay's were northwest of the guns, but they are heavily involved in the affairs of Caithness. Um, 
so if you picture Scotland like as far north as mainland Scotland goes to that northwest corner is, is their territory there. Clan Sutherland, not to be confused with the earls of Sutherland who were Gordons. You, at one point you have the, the people who were using Sutherland as their surname. The, their male line ended and a Gordon had married the heiress, and so now he's the Earl of Sutherland. And that is actually quite a bit behind one of the sources that I'm going to mention here in a bit. You have the Sinclairs. Um, I mentioned them earlier. You have the Gordons. Just mentioned them who hold the Earldom of Sutherland. These Gordons would be subordinate to the Gordons of Huntley. Uh, and looking at him as their ultimate head of their kindred, in the same way that different branches of the Campbells would have all looked to Argyle, the Earl of Argyle as as their head of, of all the different branches of Campbells, in the same way that all the different branches of the MacDonalds at one time would have looked at the Lord of the Isles as the head of their kindred. So that's how it was with the Gordons, a similar similar concept. You have the Oliphants who were they figure you can see their name pop up in some of these sources. And then you have the McLeods. Now they are established quite a ways farther west. You hear about the McLeods of Lewis and then the McLeods of Harris and Dunvegan and all those places that are included in those titles are actually Hebridean islands. But there were a branch of the McLeods who were settled in an adjacent mainland part of Scotland called Ascent. I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I've only ever seen it written. I've never heard it. anybody say the word. Anyway, so they are so far the west, but they occasionally travel farther east for a good fight, as... Highlanders and Islanders do. All right, let me get to the sources I'm going to use for you today. The Genealogical History of the Earldom of Sutherland by Sir Robert Gordon, written in the early 1600s when the clans were still a vi- viable organizations, when clan chiefs were still rallying their men, and they still had quite, uh, another little more than 100 years left of that. So you're, you're in a pretty good time period. That's a pretty good source. And, and it is to that source that we look for a lot of the history of the clans that I just previously mentioned. You have the Book of Mackay, written by Angus Mackay and published in 1906. He actually uses the genealogical history of the Earldom of Sutherland quite a bit as one of his sources, although he doesn't always agree with it. Because sometimes the the genealogical history of the Earldom of Sutherland, man, I got, a, got an acronym for that because that is just a long name. Anyway, um, sometimes they don't paint the Mackays in, in that positive of a light. And so you'll see, if you ever read the book of Mackay, you'll see him say, hey, this Robert Gordon's telling you the story one way, but here's how it really happened. And he'll give a different history that paints the Mackays in a, in a better light. You have the history of the feuds and conflicts among the clans in the northern parts of Scotland and in the Western Isles. Yes, that is the title of that book. It's just a long title. It was written in the early 1700s. And then also you have the Collins Clan and Family Encyclopedia that I've mentioned in other episodes. Okay, that's enough of the boring stuff, but I just want you to know where I'm getting all my information from. And especially I just wanted to get it out front so that I can actually just tell the story and not pause all the time to say, according to this source and this source, and like I'm reading a cited paper and including all the footnotes. That's not very fun to listen to. Let me just tell you about the the feud, shall I? All right, so... These sources, the mention of a, they describe battles between the guns and other clans prior to their conflict with the Keiths, but the feud of the Keiths seems to be the most persistent and well known. 
the guns at this time of this feud with Keith were based out of a castle that was either called Guns Castle or Clyth Castle, about eight miles southwest of Wick. And so that's where they were would have been centered out of at the time of this feud. And that's according to Martin Coventry, who wrote Castles of the Clans, which is a book that I'd really like to get, but if you look for it on Amazon, it's about $100. So we're going to have to put that off for now. The Keiths were based out of Ackergill Tower, a castle they built on lands inherited through that marriage with the Cheney family that I mentioned earlier. Okay, so there's their main headquarters. So you got these two clans. Now, remember that the guns have been in Keithness longer. And these, so the Keiths as newcomers might have been, you know, they get established and thrown their weight around a little bit. Um, this is speculation, of course, but it's, it's, I, when I was reading this, this is, I, I believe came out of the conflict of the clans source that I mentioned earlier. It, my, the, the thing that came to my head was like, this is like, well, let me just tell you, I went to three different high schools and so I was the new kid sometimes, and especially when I moved from Meridian, where my family had been living, to Malad, and you're the new kid coming in, and you got the kids that have been there for a while. Now, I'm with some of those kids that have been there for a long time. I was really good friends with them, and I'm related to most of Malad Valley. My family roots go down there. But then you got other kids who don't like the new kid. Because he gets a little bit more attention. It wasn't that I was strikingly handsome or anything. I was just a, a new face in a small town where they see the same faces all the time. So th- that's kind of how I picture this this grudge starting between the Keiths and the Guns. The Guns are the kids that have been there for a while. The Keiths come in and they're getting some attention, maybe getting some uh, political things handed to them, a little power. They're gaining, gaining an influence a little bit and the Guns... They're holding the grudge. I, but you know what? That's just kind of how it came to my mind. It may have played out a little bit different than that. Our sources aren't super detailed when it comes to that. So, maybe, I don't know, maybe the Keiths were uh, inconsiderate of the status quo and the, the way things, I don't know. I'm just guessing. But the Keith of Inverugi, Keith of Inverugi, the chief, Okay, let me just back up there real quick. One thing you got to know about the way that the clans styled themselves. When you hear the McDonald, that means you're referring to the chief, the McFarlane, the Macintosh, the Mackay. When you use that, when you say it that way, you're always referring to their chief. So I say the Keith of Inverugi. Was it this time... Collector of customs for Caithness, Strathnaver, remember that's Mackay country, and Sutherland. And perhaps he got sideways the guns in the execution of his duties. Now, we're going to go, we're kind of getting legendary here, all right? So hang with me as far as those of you who are super tight about your sources and stuff. This is how the legend comes down to us at the start of this feud. You have a branch of the guns called the Guns of Braymore. They are descended from a younger son of the George Gunn mentioned earlier, Ambrastach Moore. The chief of that branch of the guns had a beautiful daughter named Helen. And this is, this, by the way, this is in the early 1400s. So Helen, 
She's the belle of the ball. Keith of Ackergill becomes infatuated with her. Does everything he can to woo her, entice her, convince her that he is the best thing going on in Caithness. She's not having it. Turns him down. Stonewall. No. Look in other directions, buddy. I don't know what it was about Keith that was so, this uh, Keith of Ackergill that was so unappealing to her, but he got nowhere with this. And then, to make matters worse, to add insult to injury to the, the Keith, she's engaged to somebody else, and this just, he just loses it on this, invades gun territory in a, in a no kidding. This, he doesn't just sneak in and kidnap Helen. He, he does a full-blown raid in there, slays some guys, and makes off with Helen. Takes her back to Ackergilk Tower. Now, you can imagine how Helen feels about this. This isn't some guy that, oh, the, you know, it's not politically expedient for my family for me to marry you, so I think we're going to have to just not do this. No, she wasn't interested. And so here he is forcing himself into the picture. Probably killed people that she cares about. You know, as he, as he does this raid into gun territory, her, her cousins, brothers maybe. Anyway, he abducts her and heads back to Ackergill Tower. She's, she's not any more inclined to go along with this now than she was before, probably less so. In fact, the thought of spending the rest of her life with this gentleman, this Keith of Ackergill, she, she disagrees with that thought so vehemently that she gets to the top of Ackergill Tower and throws herself off to her death. Well, news of this makes it back to the guns. And you can imagine how they felt about it. They're, they are hot about this. And in fact, they spend the next several years raiding Keith territory. And apparently, Keith can't do, the Keiths can't do anything about it. Because I guess the guns were a military force to be reckoned with in Caithness at this time. And in fact, it gets to the point where the Keiths have to put a stop to this raiding, um, it, which is, remember, this is re- retaliation for the abduction of their, their girl, Helen, and her suicide that they look at the Keiths as driving her to that. They hold the Keiths responsible. So Keiths can't just kept, keep on getting raided forever. So what do they do? They reach out to Strathnaver, to Mackay country, and invite them to participate with them in a, a military expedition against the guns. Now, if you remember, as I said, at this time, the Keiths were in charge of collecting customs. The, the chief of the Keiths was the customs collector for Caithness, Strathnaver, and Sutherland. So I don't know if he had some leverage over Mackay, the Mackay, to, to say, hey, you need to come and help me out with this, and I'll maybe look the other way or make a, an error in the ledger when it comes time to collect customs, or I don't know what, how he got Mackay to be so inclined to help him out. But Mackay agrees, and not only does he bring his clan with him, he brings a bunch of those McClouds from Ascent that I married, er, mentioned earlier. So you've got the Mackays and the McClouds, this branch of the McClouds anyway, coming 
through into Caithness to link up with the Keiths, which they do, and they meet the guns in a place called Tanakh Moor, or Blar Tanakh. And they have this huge battle there. Now, the guns are outnumbered. And, and they did well for themselves. They inflicted heavy casualties on the, their enemies, but in the end, they succumbed to the superior numbers, and they're defeated. So that was the, the Battle of Tanakh Moor, and some, some sources, others listed as Blartani. Anyway, there's, there's different ways to say, to say that battle, but that's it. The guns lose. And the, uh, so, you have, so you have the Battle of Tanakh Moor, which, so you've got this, by now, by now you have years and years and years of, of feuding and bloodshed between the guns and the Keiths. All right, so what are we going to do about this? Are we just going to keep on killing each other? Well, they, the guns and the Keiths, they come to a mutual agreement. We're going, to se- we're going to settle this like gentlemen. We're going to meet each other at a, at a place. Well, there, there's a chapel called Tear or Tear, and that's where they decide to have this meeting, and each side gets to bring 12 horse. That's the phrase. That's the key phrase there. And if you can hear that delightful little squeal, that is my two-year-old daughter who decided to join her daddy for a little, a little uh, podcasting. Okay, so the key phrase here is 12 horse. Now, here's the problem. They might have wanted to be a little bit more specific when they were deciding the terms and how many guys they could bring because 12 horse is kind of general. And the Keiths thought, well... Okay, we'll show up with 12 horse, two guys per horse. Yep. So the guns got there first with their 12 horse and 12 guys. It was the chief of the guns and some of his best men, closest relatives, most trusted people, 12 of his closest, most capable people. He shows up there, one guy per horse, and like I said, they're meeting at a uh, at a chapel and so they were. They got there first, and they were going to decide. Well, let's let's say our prayers and and get close to God before we meet with the Keiths. The Keiths show up while the guns are engaged in their religious convictions and fall upon them in the chapel. Keep in mind, the Keiths worked the loophole, showed up with twice as many guys as the guns did, but still it turned into a great fight. And all of the guns that were present there were killed and most of the Keiths, but not all of them. So you, uh, you get, you get a significant defeat there. And that's kind of the, I would say that that's kind of the climax of all of the engagements I could find the, the conflicts between the guns and the Keiths were, was this, this, they call it the battle of champions. So if you want to look that up sometimes, sometime it, uh, it happened. They're they're not really sure about the date that the Battle of Champions happened. Um, it was in maybe fourteen seventy eight, but that date is di- disputed. But anyways, it was the later, the second half of the fourteen hundreds that this happened. Now both the Keiths and the Guns would go on to have many adventures. Um, the they would be engaged in in fights with other other clans in the in the way north of Scotland. The guns actually we 
I mentioned earlier the Keiths recruited the Makais to come fight against the guns with them, but the gun chiefs would actually end up intermarrying with the Makai um, family, lead, leading families. So they become allies in the future. You can, once again, you can read more about their exploits between the, the guns and all the other people in that part of Scotland in those sources that I mentioned at the beginning. But I just want to just want to say that, that that was that story of the the Keiths showing up. I first read that story, you know, when the Keiths showing up with with two guys per horse. I I really early on in my interest in Scottish clans and reading about them, how they how they showed up with with two guys on each horse and and end up thereby gaining the, the upper hand in the conflict with the against the guns. And that's just kind of captured my imagination ever since, you know, add to that the romanticism of of Helen being abducted and, and throwing herself off of Ackergill Tower. I mean, this is... I, how Hollywood has not just gone right into this and made movies right and left, why we don't see best-selling novels portraying, like, historical-based novels historical fiction, uh, it's beyond me. Because there are so many of these stories that, that could be told uh, with more or less real events. Once again, we don't have really detailed sources on everything. But there you have it. There's the story of the Guns versus the Keiths and their feud culminating in the Battle of Champions at the, at the Chapel of Tear, T-A-Y-R-E, Maybe 1478, and, there, and I and I believe there were more hostilities after that. But that kind of is where the all of the records and the accounts that I could find lead to. So there's my there's my tale for tonight. Let me let me give you ways that you can respond if you would like. If you're listening to this story and you're like, "Wow, that's interesting." Well, what about this? And there's something I didn't. You feel like I didn't cover in this, or maybe something you had a further question about. What if there is Something I got, I need to be tuned up on a little bit. Maybe one of the details needs to be slightly adjusted there to, to be more accurate. I hope that you will contact me in one of the following ways. The first and easiest way is Facebook. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash Scottish clans, correction, not Scottish clans. That one was taken. That was the one I wanted because that's the name of the podcast. But it's facebook.com forward slash clans of Scotland. That one was not taken. If you go there, you can leave me comments. You can also go to the Scottish clan. The, and the when you go visit that address on Facebook, the title of that Facebook page is Scottish clans. I just couldn't use that in the URL. So go there. Um, make, a, make a comment on the Facebook page. I check that pretty regularly, I think. Another way you can contact me and continue the, the dialogue is to go to the Podbean. You can go to podbean.com and search for the Scottish Clans podcast on that. I think it's podbean.com forward slash Scottish Clans. But they've got a search option on there. Anyway, and, and I, had to, I should have that right off the top of my head, so my apologies. But you can actually leave me comments on there. Another, another thing I'd love for you to do is, if you're listening to this on iTunes, which... Through the Podbean app, I can, or the the app that I download on my phone and my account, I can actually see how most people listen to this. I can see what countries you're mostly from, and I can see what platforms you're listening to this on. Most of you are listening to this via iTunes. So 
if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review, not just not just clicking so many stars, but actually leave me some some words on there, some feedback. I'd love your feedback. And that's another way you can you can reach out. If you're listening to this on Spotify, which some of you are, you can. Sub, well, you don't subscribe to it on Spotify like you do to, on iTunes, but you'll you'll like it. And and I believe there's a way to leave leave comments back on there too. But I've never done it on Spotify. But I just know some of the you all out there do not use the Apple platforms, and so you need some other way to do it. Uh, I'm not really experienced. There was a couple of other platforms on there that Podbean let me know people listen to this on, and I, I'm not experienced with them. And so, how I, I think I, hopefully I gave you enough enough avenues that you can contact me if you need to, and 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 continue the dialogue. I just I just want to know. I some of you have responded. You've let me know. Hey, I want to do Clan Leslie. Hey, I'm I'm from the Craig kindred, or, or you know, there's been several. Uh, McThomas, I think, was one of the other ones that that have been required. McThomases, you're part of the Clan Hatton. And so you would have been involved in some of those episodes, some of those experiences that we talked about in the Cameron versus Macintosh feud because the Macintoshes were the captains of Clan Hatton. And you might have been along for some of those those conflicts. Anyway, I am interested in getting to those things. So please, and I, and I do check it. So please, please reach out to me. Please respond. Also, on any of those platforms that you're listening on, you can. there's usually a, a way to share it with people. I know there is on Spotify and on iTunes. If you know somebody that would be interested in this subject, please share it with them. Also, you can do that through Facebook. If you go there, I usually have a link to my episodes on the Scottish Clans Facebook page. And you can use the Facebook's mechanisms for sharing this with people. So I hope you enjoyed learning about the guns and the Keiths. Whether you're a gun, a Keith, a Mackay, or one of the other clans involved, or none of them, you just like a good story and a little bit of history, there you have it. I hope you have a, have a great rest of your day, morning, evening, whatever it was, and I look forward to you being with me again next time. Goodbye for now. <laughs>